0: Welcome back to another episode of My Life in a Poem podcast. I am your host, Angelina. And on this podcast, we discuss poetry, codependency, trauma, healing, and the tea behind the poetry. So if you like all of that stuff, keep listening. On today's episode, I will discuss a poem I wrote called... Next Lifetime. This poem was inspired by Erica Badu's Maybe Next Lifetime. And I was just sitting here thinking about just some exes and some past history. And so I was like, you know what? I want to write another poem. But then I realized I already had one. One that kind of captured this idea of. Maybe it's the wrong person, maybe it's the wrong time. Who knows? But it didn't work. So keep listening. Badu said, maybe next lifetime. You will give my rhymes a lifetime of wife time. And maybe this time is the right time. See I'm inspired. Haven't walked out on a summer's day and stumbled on anything that compares to the beauty in the month of May until I walked outside and had a taste of the streets. Felt the defeat of the mediocre chivalry these vultures preach. I've had enough of the cold, like COVID-19, can I follow you into the summer and enjoy the A.C.? It was you who saved me from the streets. Got me to go higher in the things that I aspire, like this poetry thing. What do you do for me? How about give me hope that this time is the right time and we've stumbled on another lifetime and it hasn't even been a year yet. Because in our past life, you wasn't ready to let go of your fear yet. Last time you was stuck on pride like it was attached to the bottom of your shoe. You was throwing out some I love you's and maybe even an I do." To people that could never even fathom the greatness you had inside of you. You see, they wanted to muffle your light like a candle. And I was trying to show you that you had way more potential than those birds could even handle. I wanted to give you a new herd. Give you a new flock. But you mocked my wisdom and you threw away my feathers. I just hope that this time you dress for the weather. Because baby, we flying. In the storm and the rain, through the hurt and the pain, cause a little turmoil ain't never hurt nobody. But will you weather this journey with me? Through the wildest of waves and the highest of valleys? Because if this is a new life, then it must be a highway. And fuck the alarm clock and the unsolicited responsibility attached, cause I want to ride this wave all night long. y'all oh my goodness like I remember when I wrote that poem I was actually with my ex the girl that I mentioned um, and we were going back and forth with trying to decide if we should dabble into a relationship for a second time after that six-month journey we had and it ended up not being that We probably got in a relationship for about two days, and then I was just like, yeah, I don't want this. And we ended up breaking up. And I think it was just me not really feeling it. Like, you know, when something's just not there, it just don't do it for you. (laughs) And that's where I was with that. But in between the time of us like bonding and trying to rekindle the fire, I definitely wrote that poem. And I had hopes that this was a new lifetime, that this was a second chance for us. But if I haven't learned anything else in my last almost 24 years of living, it's that people don't really change that much. And a lot of times when things don't work out, maybe it just wasn't meant to work out. I noticed that when i see people from high school and like their adult life it's either i've changed so drastically and they've stayed the same or they've changed so drastically and like in in the the wrongest of ways like so for example i just saw one of my exes from high school <laughs> and he graduated about a year or two before I did from high school and went to college, y'all. This man is still working on his bachelor's, so there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, you kind of wonder why it's taking somebody. What I mean, I'm I'm about to get on my master's, so I've been graduating from high school from for six years. Um. I mean, you kind of wonder why it's taking somebody seven to eight years to get a four year degree. I ended up communicating with him again and asked him, you know, hey, what's going on? You know, after I saw him at the oil change place, where I was getting my oil change and he told me that he had been isolating himself for two years like he just been in a house and he hadn't left the house in two years. He talked about how he hadn't been in a relationship in over three years, how he hadn't talked to our high school classmates, his best friend and my ex best friend since. Well, about four or five years ago, so it just seemed like he had been very isolated from the world and I don't know what happened with his mental health, but for him to be isolated so tough it just was so heartbreaking. And I asked him, you know, have you have you talked to anybody about your mental health in this isolation? And he was like, "No, not really. Like I haven't talked to anybody. I just isolate myself and I'm like I me, you know, in the mental health profession, I'm not, I'm thinking to myself, isolation is not good. Like sure you should maybe step away to recharge but true isolation is not healthy and so I'll explain the difference if you're stepping away from maybe a job for a moment maybe you need a vacation maybe you're stepping away from responsibilities and you're just getting to yourself and you're doing some healthy coping like it could even be watching your favorite Netflix show It could be starting your own podcast. It could be working out. Whatever that is, you're recharging. But to isolate is to remove yourself from people and you're not doing anything. And you're saying you don't need human connection and you don't need people. That is one of the highest determinants of negative mental health. Like your support system and your environment is what's really gonna push your mental health. And that's one of the highest, risk factors for saying that somebody is going to overcome depression or overcome anxiety like you really do need human connection you really do need a support system whatever that is it doesn't have to be you know you actually going out the house and being around people but maybe it's social media maybe you're doing um An anonymous group through zoom maybe you're on a facebook group maybe you're in a group chat with your family something but you have like we're not meant to do this do this thing called life alone and so that was just really heartbreaking to see him in that state and he was such a just a lovely bubbly guy and just so fun loving and he loved community and to see him just kind of be shut down and and isolated like that. It was really sad. So, hey, but you know, I mean, that's kind of one of those things where I'm like, I wanted to marry that guy. (laughs) I wanted to be with him so tough in high school and it didn't happen. And maybe that was for my own good. Maybe that was a bullet guy was trying to dodge for me. Because now we hear, you know, seven years later and it seems like he's having a mental breakdown and he's not coping very well. And he's been doing this for three years, which is very, very sad. But I'm not sure I wanted, really wanted to be on that roller coaster. And I've been working on my own mental health. And I'm not sure anybody wanted to be on my roller coaster either. And like I say... Man, my condolences to anybody who ever bought, whoever got a bought lesson rather than a taught lesson for me. I've said that in my poem. Like, I apologize. Cause your girl has been through it. I'm learning, I'm growing. But just thinking back on my exes and just kind of where they are today, oh my goodness, like, uh, oh, it's so Sometimes you look at people and you're like, you know what? I'm glad we didn't work out because I could have been baby mama number five. Like I could have been baby mama, baby mama number one. It could have been looking at baby mama number five. Like, oh, so happy that wasn't me. And then you got some exes, you look and you be like, dang, like he married, you know, he doing well, house, baby, first kid, you know, they look happy. But I'm going to tell you right now don't compare yourself to other people because one thing that really keeps me grounded when I want to do that is I think to myself, I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. I don't know what they go through at night. I don't know the troubles and the struggles they have. People are only going to post their best on social media. So if you continue to remind yourself that, you know, People are only showing you their best and their greatest. They have problems. They put their pants on one leg at a time, just like you do. Nobody's any better than you. So, I don't know. I just wanted to post this episode just to share a little bit of the tea with y'all. How I had seen my ex and thought about the other ex. And, oh my goodness, so many exes. Like... So many exes. It, it sounds bad, <laughs> but your girl did quite a bit of dating in high school. And I'm not really sure if you should count that. Maybe you should. I don't know. I'm counting it. I only had two relationships in college. So if I'm counting there, I mean, I'm doing pretty good. But hey, you live and you learn. But if you all found that poem helpful, please like and follow on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And I will be back with another episode. Bye.